Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, depending where you are in this present moment. This is Eric Castillo here for another beautiful episode of Infinite Talks Podcast, where we like to share positive stories, positive vibes, impactful, empowerment type of vibes, you know what I mean? And I have a great story for you all today. It's been a crazy, not even crazy, I don't know where crazy, it's been an amazing last few days. Lots of blessings, lots of blessings in all kinds of directions, lots of enlightenment, lots of, just lots of uh, present moments. And today's story is going to be about an ex-Navy SEAL, Mr. Ruben Mondragon Castillo, which I met as I was going into a training this past week in Corpus Christi, Texas. So let me tell you a little bit about that trip because it was an amazing trip, amazing journey. So I was on my way to Corpus Christi, Texas and I was with one of my homies from work, coworkers, you know. We're gonna room together for that training and we're talking about, you know, just different things in the way over there to work. We actually talked the whole way out there. We didn't even listen to music or anything. We just talked the whole time. And that trip became the fastest trip in the world, you know? And for that trip, we didn't get a company car or anything. I had to take my own vehicle, which I don't like to brag about, but I got a like really nice convertible 2019 black Camaro V6 to be exact. It's a pretty cool car. Like it's just chill. Like for me, it's just, it is what it is, you know? But we're driving over there, we're talking about all the concepts, you know, like receiving and giving and how I learned that from my grandma, how at one point, you know, I didn't believe in giving to the people who are druggies or, you know, just, or that whenever you, when I learned also about when you're a kid, I mean, when you stop somebody from giving, not a kid, because I was thinking about when you're a kid, like, you just take, right, like, you use something you want it. But when you get older, you get more hesitant about taking stuff when somebody's trying to give you something. And I was telling my friend, shout out to Augustine, I was like, hey, man, you, you uh, when I feel like somebody's giving me something out of the bottom of their heart, I just take it because... I learned a while back through a podcast, shout out to Savannah uh, podcast, Middle Eastern spirituality type of podcast. They're talking about how when you, somebody gives you something and you take it, you, you continue or it's a continuity of the act of giving and receiving because there'll be opportunities where you have to give and there'll be opportunities where you have to receive, but you need to keep those flowing. Like they need to keep on going. Cause if you, if you stop one of those two, then the cycle stops. And then you're unable to continue that, that cycle. So we were talking about that. Like, and I was like, no man, after, after I heard that, I was telling them that uh, I changed a lot of the ways of, of acting uh, I'm receiving. And when I was trying to give, it was trying to give, when it was trying to receive, it was trying to receive. I understood that cycle. And it was like, 
I don't know if you understood what I was talking about. He's like, but he was, he said, yeah, that, that sounds good, man. Like, I understand that now. You know what I go, I, yeah, that sounds like it's true, right? But, so we continued talking about that. And that two hour drive or two hour, two and a half hour drive became like a, felt like a 30 minute drive. So we pull up to Corpus Christi. We're at the Holiday Inn Express over there. It's a huge hotel down the shoreline. Shout out to them, they treated us pretty well. But one of the reasons they treated us pretty well is because I'm gonna take you to the story about ex-Navy SEAL, Mr. Ruben Dragon Castillo. And it's gonna get pretty, pretty, pretty cool right now, pretty amazing. So we pull up, the first person who greets us that we parked in the front, right by in front of the lobby. And uh, we get out of the car, we stretch, and, and Mr. Castillo, which at that point we didn't know his name, like, hey, nice car. I'm like, oh, thank you, thank you. Like, we all come from, like, oh, from the radio. It's been a, it's been a good drive. And he's like, oh, that's good, that's good. But he's like, hey, that's a really nice car, man. And I'm like, yeah, thank you so much. Like, and I just, all I told him was like, man, that's just blessing from God. Like, I didn't, and I don't even know how I got here. It just came from the skies, like, to be honest. Because in reality, I just, it just came from the skies. Like, I never really wanted a car. And it's just it's there, you know? So I was kind of like, oh, it's just blessings from God. That's the main point, you know? It's just all blessings. And he's like, oh, that's good, that's good. I'm a, I'm a good believer in God, too. I believe in these blessings. But I didn't know anything about him. I just knew that he had a Holiday Inn shirt. And he had just, he said, I'm just getting off work. But I'm about to leave, but I'm just waiting for my ride. And we're just talking, like, and he's like, oh, I'm a, He's like, I'm an ex, you know, Navy, retired, retired Navy, you know, and uh, used to be a Navy SEAL. I was like, oh, yeah, for real. Like, that's, that's awesome, man. And he's like, yeah, no, it was uh, pretty crazy, you know, like, when I was in there, I was a POW. And uh, when I came back to the States, I was, you know, I couldn't function here, you know, I had a lot of PTSD. I couldn't go to the mall. It was hard to interact with people. You know, he was just saying that it's it's really tough for him to be himself, you know, free Navy SEAL vibes. So when he came over here, he was like, nah, man, I can't function. And he's like, he said, like, I so many, many times he tried to commit, you know, he had, like, not commit suicide, but he said that he had, that had run through his head. And, I said, I think he one day, one day he said that he was going to go ahead and do it. And he prepared the whole thing that he's like, yo, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go out. You know, I can't do this anymore. I think, but he said his kids saved him. Like, God intervened through his kids. And they saved him. And uh, he was, he was telling them telling me that uh, at that point, he felt like God had reached out to him again and like, hey, I'm here for you. But we couldn't go into deeper conversation, but I was like, hey, well, thank God you're here, right? You're, it's a blessing that you're here right now. And they were able to have this conversation. And, you know, just, I told him, I, I thank you so much. Because at that point, his ride had just pulled up. So I was telling him, hey, man, uh, I feel a lot of love for you, man, and I love you, and uh, uh, thank you for your service. I love that you did that for us, man, like going into war and, you know, being a 
being a great serviceman for us, for the country. So we talked about that real briefly. I hugged him, and he walked into his car, and I felt this, felt this great vibe, you know. I was like, man, that's awesome. He's like, hey, hey, Eric. And we switched names. like, hey, Eric, I'll see you tomorrow, man. We'll be here from 8 to 3.30 tomorrow, too. So he walks off, and I like I go by, back to my, uh, oh, at that, that point, my, my homie from work, you know, Augustine comes out, and he's like, hey, yeah, we got the keys to the, to the, to the hotel. I was like, all right, let's go, man. He's like, hey, dude, I told him, hey, dude, that guy I was talking to right now, he's, uh, he's an ex-Navy SEAL, bro. And he's like, what, for real? I'm like, yeah, man, like, retired veteran, bro, from the Navy. I was like, oh, cool, cool, man, that's cool. And I'm telling, I, I think I told him a little bit briefly about the story, but we didn't go into deep to it, but. So, you know, that's that. So the next day, the next day we're uh, in the morning, we we wake up, right? And we're getting ready for the first conference day and the first strategy plan, strategic planning. And we're getting ready for, for, for training. So this, uh, excuse me. So this guy comes up to us. No, we go, we get down the elevators, and the first person we see after we get out of the elevators is Mr. Ruben. And I'm like, hey, Ruben, how you doing? He's like, hey, I'm doing good. Hey, what's up? I'm like, Ruben, I just wanted to ask you what's your last name. You know, because he's older than me, so I didn't want to be calling my first name basis. But he's like, no, my name is. Ruben Castillo. I was like, no freaking way, bro. I get my tag and I look at my last name. He's like, Castillo. Yeah. Like, and I started uh, messing around with him. Like, Tio. Like, you know, uncle. Tio, how you doing? You know, primo. You know, we're like family. And I hug him. And then like, he's like, hey, Eric, I have a gift for you. Don't leave yet. I was like, what? And my homie was like, what, what do you mean? Like, hey, what? because there's a, at that point, when we got off the elevator, he was waiting for the employee elevator, which is an elevator across the door, across the, the uh, you know, the, the other elevator for the other people, the guest elevator. And we're like, he's like, hey, dude, I mean, hey, Eric, I have a gift for you, follow me. So he, I, he opens up the employee elevator and, I, and I, he starts walking in, he's like, come on, follow me. And my homie from, my, my homie's like, hey, uh, Eric, uh, I'll wait for you over here, man. So he walks, he walks towards the elevator. I follow him, and Augustine leaves. I'm like, all right, man. I thought he was going to go with us. Like, all right, cool. Man. Maybe he feels untrustworthy or whatever, man. He, he wanted to go eat. I don't know. Because I think he, at that point, we're going to have breakfast with the company or something like that. So he goes, and I, I follow. The only reason I didn't want to go into the employee uh, not because I didn't put Ruben, but more because I didn't want to get I, I didn't want to get him in trouble. Like I felt like shit. What if he gets me in here and people start talk, talking shit to him? Like because he did that shit. But I was like, nah. Let me let me follow Mr. Ruben. I, I I trust this moment is a moment of of greatness. I had just talked about him, giving him a scene. I can't stop it. You know, <laughs> like so. I get in there, and when he gets into the the elevator, he presses the B. The B button. So the B button means basement, right? So I'm like, oh shit, we're going to the basement. <laughs> like, it's trippy, but all right, man, I trust my, my gut instinct. 
So we go down to the basement real quick and it opens up. And at this point, when it opens up, we, the, the you know, the, the elevator opens and all I see is like the basement vibes, you know, like it's more like a rundown part of the hotel. You know, not run down, but it's just, it looks more industry, right? Like, there's people working. There's people working there at the moment, like, doing all kinds of stuff, like, folding stuff. Or I couldn't really tell. I wasn't really paying attention, but I saw people, like, oh, I'm cool. We kept on walking. By the time you know it, we are walking towards a, a locker area. A locker room area. So he's like, hey, Eric, this is my locker. Can you tell? Like, and had his initials RMC, and he had, like, the Navy SEAL logo and the Navy logo. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, I can tell that's your, I can tell that's your locker. And like, he opens it, and he pulls out a, a hat. He's like, here, man, I want to give this to you. This is my Navy SEAL hat when I retired. It's, uh, you know, the time that I served from 1982 to 2006. It's uh, my years of service. And this is he's explaining why the, the eagle or the wings – and there's like a fork in the middle, like a pitchfork. And it tell, he told me, like, that's the trident. That's the symbol for the Navy SEALs or something like that. I couldn't, I mean, I was like, I was at that point, I was like, dude, I had just, I'm like, man, this is so amazing. I was just, I was just telling my, my homeboy about the act of giving. And, you know, and like, he was, I don't know, I don't think he understood that, but he, I was telling him, like, wow, this felt like so amazing, so blessed at that moment. So I was like, I, look, I looked at the ad and like, it was amazing tip-top condition. I think I put it on, it fit real good, real snug. And I told him, man, I thank you so much. I gave him a quick hug and I was like, man, you're such a blessing. You just made me feel, you know, like a billion dollars, you know? And he's like, yeah, yeah, well, I just wanted to give it to you, man, because we had a good talk yesterday. And I feel like yeah, I appreciated you when, you know, we were talking and we were listening, you know, and all that stuff. And I just wanted to give this to you, so I was like, I was like, awesome, bro. Thank you so much. Man, love. There's nothing but love here. So we keep on walking back to the, to the elevator, and it's like, I told him, hey, man, we're going to be here till Saturday, so I'll be seeing you around, right? And he's like, yeah, yeah. I'll be seeing you around, but before before you go back upstairs, man, I just want to tell you something. And and now that I'm talk, telling you this story, man, I'm starting to think about other parallels that, go with this story because like we went down to the basement you know like you think about when you go down you're down down to to like what do you think about you go to hell right and he's like before you go back up i want to give you this testimony and i'm like oh shit like what is he gonna tell me right so like before you go up it's like before you go back to heaven and i was thinking like right now i'm thinking that like i'm making that parallel so he's like hey uh eric when i was in uh my those days back when i was a prisoner of war I gave up on God, man. Like, I totally gave up on God. I had, I've been there so many days, and I, and I told him, why you got me here? Why have you given up on me? And I, you know, I said, I'm gonna, I'm not doing this on my own. I don't need you anymore. He said that to me, like, to God at that point. And like, he said that after he said that, a lot of things started to change as, he showed, God showed him that he was still with, there with him. I don't know what happened exactly because we couldn't go into the more detail, but he told me that point that the only reason he stayed alive is like, the only reason I stayed alive and I didn't give up at that point, Eric, because something told me that, no, I got to keep my faith in God and just believe in him.
believe in his power, believe in God's power. And man, he was there, you know, like he was in that moment where he could have given up like on, on all faith and he didn't. He was able to get his, you know, composure and health, you know, not his health, but like his spiritual health at that point. And, you know, he didn't go into details of how he got saved, but he said that at that point, that everything started to change when he started to believe back in God. Like, he had nothing else to believe in at that point, you know, and he was able to make it back. He made it back to the States. So, I was amazed at that. I was like, oh man, thank you so much for telling me about I really gotta go, because my meeting's gonna start right now. <laughs> I'm going to be really late, so he's like, no, Eric, thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. And uh, this is this is, this gift for you, man. I really appreciate you. So here you go. So we hugged it out. I took it back upstairs. I was like, man. I was like, I was flying high, guys. Like, I was flying, like, like high. I just won the lottery, you know what I mean? Like, I, had, I had my spiritual vibes going at 100. You know, my, my mental vibes going at 100. My health body was going hungry because I had just worked out that morning. I had just worked out that morning, so I felt really, really good. And I feel like at that point, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait to tell Augustine what happened. Oh, because right before that, when I was starting to, to Ruben, and I was down there in the elevator, Augustine had called me and said, hey, bro, you okay? <laughs> we're up here, man, and the, we're here at the, at the lobby right there by the, where your food, you eat, you know, food court. So if you want to come upstairs, we're going to be here. But are you okay? I'm like, yeah, man, I'm okay. I'll be there in a bit. You know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm wrapping it up. I'm on the way back. So it was hilarious because I was like, these guys are worried for me. But, I mean, I knew it was going to be okay. But that's okay. That's cool that they're worried about me. But I knew it was going to be okay. Like, I had no doubt in my mind that everything was going to be all right. So we go back up, I go back upstairs and I go talking to them. I go looking for them. And I and I, I see. Uh, actually, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take this hat back to my to my room before I take it to the, to before I go to the conference. So I went back to my room real quick, put it in my room, and then I went downstairs. Like, dude, you're not gonna guess what what happened right now. What did he give you? He's like, what did he give me? He's like, what did he give you, bro? He's like, dude, he gave me his Navy SEALs retirement hat, like a hat, a really nice cap. Like for real, bro. Like, dude, yeah. Like that's so sweet, man. That's amazing. You know, like, like, dude. Like he told me how I told him. I told him the story that I was telling right now. Like that he told me he had given up on God. And when he was a POW, and when he was saved, you know, he he actually before he was saved, he had, you know, given up on God, and then he started believing in God. So when he believed in God, you know, a lot of his situations started to happen, like where he was saved, and not just saved. Physically, mentally, but also spiritually, you know, like he was saved. So it was an amazing story, man. I was telling them they felt the vibes. You know, they started heckling me, like joking a little bit, like, "Hey, uh, what if it's like, like it's not even a real hat or whatever, like something like that." Those kind of vibes, like, "Nah, man." Or they were talking about how he uh, had wanted to, you know, murder me or something. Like, when I was down there, like, nah, man, like, you guys have a filthy mind, bro. You know, like, what you feed your mind makes the decisions you make, you know, like, you feed your mind negative news, you feel, you know, like, you watch CSI, you watch all these shows, all you're going to think about is all that negativity. So, like, that first thing that comes to your mind is, like, 
And I'm not attracting those vibes, you know. I'm attracting the right vibes. I don't even listen to music anymore at this point. You know, I'm actually just listening to podcasts and praying and meditating and all that good stuff. Or reading books. Not all the time, but it's reading books here and there. So I was like, nah, man, this is, this is I mean, I don't care what y'all believe, but I believe this story. I'm, I'm 100% with this story, and I love it, you know. Like, I'm, I'm flying high, and ain't nothing can stop me right now. So... I was looking forward to seeing Ruben that the next few days. Like, man, I'm on, when I see him, I don't know what I'm gonna gift him. I don't want to. I don't know. Excuse me. I said I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna gift him, bro. So I was like, hey, uh, I was like, uh, when I see him, I don't know, but I feel like I should gift him something special, you know, like something. Maybe like, cause the next that same day, later on that day, I saw him again. I was going to my to my room for because I had a break. I was like, I'm gonna go to my break, go to the restroom real quick, in my room, regroup, get some water and stuff. When I was going up there and I pulled up to my my floor, my tenth floor, I opened the, the the door opens and I get out, and guess who's right there standing by the by the by the window, Mr. Ruben, bro. I was like, ah, oh, Ruben, like man, how you gonna do it? I told him, man, you made me feel like a billion dollars, man. You made me feel like I just won the, the freaking lotteries, like. Oh, thank you, thank you. Hey, how you how you doing today? He's like, nah, man. I, I just found out my daughter broke her arm, man. I had to go to. I have to go see what's going on with her. No, no, no. He said, no, no, no. Take that back. No, he didn't say that. That was the next. That was the next day. That same day, he's like, nah, man. I'm looking forward to go see my my daughters because they're gonna come down and I'll make lasagna for them and all this stuff. And he was like. I'm gonna, I'm gonna cook some good food and give like big food for them, like big meal. I love to cook, and uh, and it's gonna be awesome. Let me see my family; and they're gonna eat. But the so I stayed at that. I said, oh man! But I told him, hey, you have a great day with your family. He's gonna enjoy it. But I said, thank you so much for all the blessings, man. Like he's like, oh no, thank you, thank you. Like, hey, prayers, man, prayers and blessings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we parted ways at that point. And uh, he was on his break, actually. It's weird that he was on his break on that floor. I think he said he was fixing, like, somebody's faucet or something. So, like, oh, cool, cool, man. And then the next day, I see him again in the morning. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey. I know. I told him, hey, how was your pasta? I was in lasagna last, uh, yesterday. He's like, nah, man. Uh, my my white daughter got hurt, and we had to cancel a lot of that. But, uh. My daughter's arm got broken. I'm like, hey, what, what do you mean you got broken? I'm like, yeah. No, no, he, he didn't say it, bro. She's like, she's sick. She's in the hospital, but they didn't tell me. Sorry, sorry, guys. I'm, I'm missing the story a little bit because I'm trying to remember all the details. This is fresh out the press, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm telling the story as, as it goes. So he told me his, his, his daughter had been in a, some kind of thing, like something happened to her. And, but they didn't want to tell him. He was the last one to be told. So he was kind of pissed about it. Like, man, they didn't want to tell me. Like, he just, I was the last one to be told. And my daughter's in the hospital, and I don't even know why. Like, I'm trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm a little bit buttered, man. Like, he's like, a little bit sad that they didn't tell him until the end. I was like, oh, no, no, Ruben, we'll be praying for you, man. Everything comes out okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and like, he's like, oh, no, it's okay. oh, just, it just sucks, man, that my wife, my ex-wife doesn't. Tell me anything, and so like it's. I'm the last one to find out about stuff all the time. 
funny. He's kind of mad about that. I said, oh, man, I said, don't worry about it. You'll be all right. You'll be all right. You know, just he's kind of down on that day. So he's trying to cheer him up. Like, hey, man, no, don't worry about it, man. We got two more days here. We'll be chilling and you know, vibing and stuff. And then, uh, so we, we part ways again. I'm like, man, I got I to gotta do something special to this guy. Like, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I know what I'm going to get. I know it sounds corny or whatever, but for some people, but for me, it sounds like that's a legit gift. I'm going to pray with him. Now, not for him, but with him. I'm going to do that, like, before I leave, before it, at least the day of I leave or before I leave, like, sometime before I leave. So, we are, uh, we part ways again, and, like, but that was my mindset. Like, I'm going to pray for him. I was like, this, this guy and I are going to pray. Not not for him, but with him, you know? So, so I'm like, dude, when I see him, I'm going to ask him, like, hey, are you okay? That's because obviously his, his daughter was, was uh, you know, in the hospital. And I was like, yo, in my mind, I was like, we've been, and I'm praying. I'm praying for his daughter. Before she, she's okay and all that stuff. And then she has blessings, you know, like, just recovery and all that stuff. And and for him too, you know, it's gonna be you know healthy and spiritually physically spiritually. Because you know, a lot a lot of things can take you off when you're when you're uh, you know disgruntled for something, you know. So I was like, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and when I see him I'll see you like hopefully he's okay, you know, and I'll pray pray with him. So I saw him the, the next day. And this is my last day there. Hey, Ruben, how you doing? It's so amazing, bro. Like, it's just been one of those days where, like, you know, this week has been super blessing, and I feel it's so good. And I thank you so much for treating us like, like you know, the family here, man. Your hospitality is amazing. Even though his his work there is just as a, he's an assistant, you know, like for, not a not assistant, but like a maintenance guy. He's helping out with. But he treated us like he was the, you know, like like any other um, supervisor there. Like, like people should treat people like good, you know. Treat people good, no matter what position you are, and you're having good vibes, you know. So I told him, "Thank you so much for your hospitality, but I have a gift for you." Like, what do you mean you have a gift for God? I have this. Can I pray for you? You know, can I pray with you? And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." So we bowed down our heads and I threw on my little prayer. I said, "Thank you, God." Forgive us, God, and bless us, God, you know, bless us with health, peace, love, and happiness, and abundance, and all this good stuff, like, make and help us continue with our journey here in this world and accomplish all the things that we need to before we go into the next chapter in our lives and, uh, you know, take care of his daughter and all this and that. So he saw it, and we finished our prayer, and like, thank you so much, you know, that was a good, that was a good prayer, whatever. And then uh, we started talking about, Hey, Ruben, so how's your daughter? And he's like, no, no, no. Well, I found out that she broke her arm. But it happened because of that boyfriend she's with. You know, he's a little bit crazy. And I've been telling her, like, she can't be doing that, you know? Like, they can't be, you know, she can't be with him because that guy's it's a loose cannon, you know? He, he's a... He hits her a lot, or he goes crazy when he's drunk and all this stuff. He's doing drugs, whatever. 
And uh, I would tell her to stay away from her, but she hasn't. They go, they break up and they go back together and they think they have them again. I was like, ah, I'm going to go down there to California. I was like, what? I didn't know that was in California. Like, yeah, I have to fly over there, but, you know, through the Navy, I get the good discounts and I get to fly back and forth real quick. And uh, I think he said something about military. I forgot the name, the terminology he used, but it's like he said something about military hop. I think the military hop. Now I'll be back by Monday if I go today, which is Friday, Saturday morning. Like, oh, bro, man, like, they do go talk to your daughter, you know, just, yeah. Like, no, no, I'm not going to do anything violent towards the guy. I just want to make sure that she's okay and make her understand that that's not a, a right path. And, you know, we're talking this and that, and like, man, I feel kind of bad that he's going through that, you know, like, internally, you know, I was like, man, I just going to keep on praying for Ruben. I want him to be okay. And then for his daughter, too, like, for her not to be in that situation anymore, you know, let's pray for that. So we part ways again, and by this time, Augustine comes out of the room and like, hey, bro. Now he's like, hey, Mr. Ruben, how you doing? He's like, yeah, thank you so much. He's like, hey, thank you so much for your service. And then and, uh, Ruben's like, yeah, man, thank you so much. You know, when you start talking about a little bit about what war and all that stuff, and then he's like, yeah, you know, ever since then, I've been speaking with one eye open, you know, one eye closed, one eye open, you know, and like, bro, I mean, because he's kind of making a joke out of it. And uh, we're just like, no, we're just having a good time before we left. And we're just like, hey, he's like, Eric, here's my number, man. You can call me, you know, you can keep in contact with me. Give me his number, you know. I took a picture of him. And uh, actually, I'm going to show that picture here for this podcast. And uh, we're like, man, been a good man, good days, good week. You know, you've been treating like family here. Thanks so much. But, and, and he's like, oh, thank you so much, too, you know, so we part ways, and like, hey, man, I'll be seeing you more, man, we'll be in contact, yeah, 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 so we leave, and I'm, the whole time, like, I want to, I want to see him again, I want to see him again, and I'm going to give him a gift, I don't know what I'm going to give him, but I'm going to give him a gift, so that morning, we had a, a Picasso, for, to wrap up the, the, the training, because it's like strategic planning, and all this good stuff, with all the, all the higher-ups in the company, and the corporation, we are, uh, doing like this treat, you know, retreat type of vibe where we're painting a Picasso. They call it a Picasso painting, but it wasn't a Picasso painting. It was a, we're using acrylics, we're using a canvas, and they gave us like a, like a portrait and they were guiding us on how to paint it with like brushes and, you know, different acrylics and colors and techniques. The whole time I was like, oh, this is badass. I like this painting. And as, it, as I, I wrapped it up, I was like, man, I started doing my Ruben. I think this would be a good gift for Ruben. Like, as a, as I really love the painting. I didn't want to get really give it out. I wanted to keep it for myself. My painting was actually one of the, the nicer ones that I had seen. I was like, oh shit, this is pretty good. I'm not being egotistic here. <laughs> no, but my friends were telling me, hey, yours is pretty good, Eric. Or people walking by, like, hey, that's, that's pretty legit, man. It looks good. Like, so I did a different system to give it like a comic book vibe. <laughs> but. Like the Batman colors and stuff like that. It was a pretty cool painting. It was a painting about a windmill and blue bonnets. And I was I was painting symbolic. When I was painting, I started being symbolic about it. You know, and I put five flowers. You know, like one represented me, my wife, my two kids, and her dogs. It's gonna be our family. 
little painting, you know, symbolic and stuff. Buenos dias. And then, and then I drew like the windmill and I made sure that it had little details that were unique. You know, there was a, a circle in the middle and I and build a windmill and I made sure that it was like nice and cute. Like it was like a, like a, like love coming out of it, like energy coming out of it, you know, like kind of like God looking over, you know, like the windmill is God, you know, and like he's, he's an all seeing power you know like he's he sees everything god sees everything so that was my i was painting real with so much focus i was hyper focused i was in flow state and um i i put like five little dots in the bottom you know like one representing you know again my family and i was just, i put a lot of a lot of love into it you know I was like the whole time i was there i was vibing i was frequency like my frequency was going high I was like, this is amazing. I feel amazing. I feel everybody. I just feel amazing. I love this. You know, I love that I'm doing this painting, raw painting, right? You know, having a good time. Like, oh, this is stressful for some people. Some people I thought it was like annoying. Some people like thought it was awesome. And then I thought it was awesome too, you know. I was like, man, I love this. I love this uh activity. So I finished my painting. I'm like, ah, I know what I'm gonna do this. I don't want to. Because I love this painting, but because I love it so much, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna gift it to my homie Ruben. I'm gonna give it to him. So I was like, I want to see him before, like, I actually give it to him. Like, I want to see him to and give it to him, like, in person. But we had to leave already because we had checked out of the room and we had all our luggage in the car. And the last thing to do was like actually give him the the, the portrait that I made, the painting. So. I was looking for him, walking around the lobby and uh, stuff. I didn't see him. I was like, man, I wonder if, if he's here today or he already left. And I was like, I told the lady in the front, man, uh, hey, do you know if Ruben's here? He's like, I don't know, but if you want to leave that, what was this for? Like, oh, I'm going to give it to him. He's like, what? Yeah, this is for Mr. Ruben. Like, Why'd you give it? She's like, Why don't you give it to me? He's like, No, no, I, wanna, I really want to give it to him because he, he had been treating us nice all. All the state, day, he was a really amazing person. Like he was a great employee, and he was a great person. He had treated us like family. He's like, she's like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll make sure to get it to him. You know, like I was thinking, all right, oh, you better get it to him, girl. That's for him. She's like, wow, this is nice. Thank you so much. She's like, yeah, yeah. So I left. I was like, man. I was like, oh, I feel good. You know, like I really wanted to get it to him in his hands. But no, that didn't happen. But it was an amazing journey. And I had to give that gift back, you know, because to him. And I felt like that was that was a good moment in what I talk about a lot, you know, like frequency, love, you know, pure, pureness. And just being able to to have relationships with people, you know, when they're vulnerable and they tell you their vulnerabilities and their stories and their impactful stuff, and you're there for them. And that's a gift in itself, you know, like, by just listening to people. Sometimes you can listen to people from the bottom of their hearts, and if you tune out, you're missing out on that gift, you know, that somebody's sharing one of their most important parts of their life. And sometimes you throw away that gift because you might be tuning out with 
something that's going on in your head or something that you're thinking about on a like you're not you're not in tune to what they're saying because you're probably tuned out with something else that's in your mind or on the phone or on the TV or you just don't realize that's an important moment and those moments are important because that's where you get a lot of data and self-reflection and, and just gratitude of where you are in your life and and you know it's just an amazing moment man so be be open to people when they try to share their vulnerabilities and their stories that's a gift in itself give them that gift and then also sometimes you gotta you know you'll receive the gift like like mr ruben you gave me a gift and then it was like okay you know i had a lot of blessings throughout that week i actually won a, a raffle with my company like oh it's a cool gift i got some beats and then i was like you know i'm feeling the, the vibes like everything's good here like we're in corpus christi the main, my my room, our room where we're staying, we had a beautiful view in the morning, the whole day, right? But in the morning, we had a beautiful sunrise view of the beach. I was just amazed, man, we're so blessed. I was thinking, I was thinking, man, look at this, bro. Like, it was amazing, bro. Like, everything's beautiful here. Like, look at the sunrise, look at the ships, look at the water. You know, it's just amazing. And uh, I told, that's all I've seen this whole the whole time, right? I mean, we're blessing and all that stuff, and it was just a beautiful week of giving and receiving. You know, I received a lot of information on how to handle myself. You know, out there when I'm, you know, talking about the corporation that we work for, which is, you know, really, really resourceful for, uh, program. It's actually a nonprofit. You know, we're we're a nonprofit, and uh, we work for kids under the age of three, and it's really important resource in the community so I was talking about that and learning how much impactful we can be with the, with the families that we work with and um, it was just a great experience and Mr. Ruben started it off as soon as we got there you know he was really really present and be able to share some of his stories that made an impact in my journey and they put me in another state man I, I just felt like a boost of energy you know like like uh, when you get the, the coffee, you know, like you get the, the espresso, you know, two shots of espresso, that's what it felt like. So I'm, I'm riding on that wave still, you know, like, told my wife about the story. She was like, wow, that's pretty cool. But she's like, what is it? You know, like all the doubts and stuff. Like, but she, I know she's playing around, but but still, I told my kids, my kids love the hat. They're like, oh, it's pretty quiet. And it was just, a, I told my, my cousins about the story. They're like, "Wow, it's amazing!" My cousins actually, my her husband is an uh, ex Navy SEAL. I mean, not a Navy SEAL. He was an ex Navy, a retired veteran, you know. So, and he was like, "Wow, it's a pretty cool man. Like, pretty cool story." He's telling me about PTSD and how bad that could be for somebody, you know, like for him as well. We we're just talking about all these cool things, man. And I was like, "Wow, it's been a blessing, man." So. Prayers out to there, all those military people that came back from any kind of situation that, you know, is plaguing them in their mind, body, and spirit, but y'all can get out of this. There's hope, you know, there's faith, there's people that support you. You just gotta really reach out and they'll be there for you. Somebody will be there for you. And that, my mad props to all the servicemen, all the people who have served the country. 
I started the world because at one point, you know, a lot of this is for world peace and stuff like that. I know, I know, it's not for it's all, but at the end of the day, they're the ones that do the work. When they get sent off to different countries and stuff like that. And they don't know any better. They're going to what they're being told to do, you know, so. Shout out to all the people in the military. And a shout out to Mr. Rubik Castillo. He was a, a blessing, man. I, I pray for him. His frequency is for you. I pray that you have nothing but blessings, peace, love, health, happiness, abundance. That all your dreams and all your best wishes come to reality. That you're able to retire soon from working and you can be with your family and for your family to be healthy and peace and love and strong, man. That you're able to have a healthy relationship with everybody around you. And that you continue to be the great person you are. Like our, those days that we stay at the holiday end. Thank you, Mr. Ruben. The story of this episode is dedicated to you. For all the love and peace. That story you shared with us at, during those days. Thanks so much. Remember, guys, you're the infinite. You're not anything else. All those titles you carry, all the all the stuff that we think we are, you're the infinite. You are the infinite. We are the infinite. And also remember that we're not a brand. We're a frequency. This Infinite Talks podcast with Eric Castillo. Peace out. Have a beautiful moment.